Hello, 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 and welcome back to Gouda Murder, where we talk about sharp kills and cheesy thrills. Tonight, we're going into the stars, again, into the Zodiac galaxy. I am Kelly, your Libra queen, and I'm joined here with my Zodiac ladies, the princesses of the stars, Miss Keely with Miss, no, Keely, the Geminiist gem, and Coda, the Scorpio scorching queen. How are you ladies doing tonight? I only kind of messed up on it. I'm super happy. That was all off the top of my head. That was off the top of my tip of my tongue, my top of my noggin. When you said top of my tip, and I thought, yeah. like, top of my tip. Yeah, top of my titty. Yep, that's what uh, I was thinking. I don't got the titties though. Keely's got the titties. It's all Keely's good. She got the titties. She got the big old yibbies. I need my hands back. The yeah. titties. Yeah, she do. Anyway, so we're we're here around <laughs> the the Gouda table tonight, talking about the stars, talking about personalities, talking about some zodiacs, and uh, I'm I'm diving in. You know me. I'm a Libra. I gotta have the balance. I gotta have the the Gouda and the crime. The Gouda. The Gouda, the cheese to please, and some scary tales. I can't think of what it would bring. Cheese to please and some scary wine. Wine. Wines. <laughs> we already had the scary wine. It wasn't that scary. I'm still drinking it. It's fine. Whatever. It's Leaning in. And, uh, I'm interested, Miss uh, Scorpio Scorching Queen over here. Um, I'm wondering what you got. What you got ready for us? Can you give us a little taste? Give us a little, uh, maybe a little. Well, give us an overfeel. Yeah. Habanero. Yeah. Well, I also chose a Gemini. Oh. In honor of May birthdays and Dang. Healy's coming up. So okay. Okay. Healy, if mm. you, uh, I'll give you a little hint. The son of Sam. Oh. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of that if, if they were around in the 70s. Yes, yes. Or criminal buffs. <laughs> you know, one of the two. But I'll tell you about it if you didn't know, now you know. Now, if you don't know, now you know. You're gonna now know. you're gonna. <laughs> you're yeah, gonna know. You're gonna know. All right, well, I'm excited. I can't wait to hear about it. I can't wait to eat the cheese that we have for this evening left for Miss libra and scorpio cheeses and i'm excited to dive in let's let's get it it's going you distracted me okay the son of sam the 44 caliber killer damn david berkowitz mm. berkowitz berkowitz he was born Richard David Falco on June 1st, 1953. A result of an extramarital affair, his birth mother put him up for adoption. Ooh, fussy. Wow. She was... she was a Gemini. I don't know. She was married to Tony Falco. This is a true question. In fact, I wasn't insinuating. You were insinuating. Keely. Was divorced from Tony Falco. Started an affair with a married man was pregnant by him he basically said i'll be done with you if you give this baby my name oh, wow. so she gave the baby her ex-husband's name and then put him up for adoption wow yeah. ice cold sad entry into the world mm. but childless pearl and nathan berkowitz of the bronx adopted infant richard and renamed him david richard berkowitz so they flip-flopped his first and middle names and then gave him his la their last name okay okay Berkowitz was an above-average intelligence 
as a child. He had a 118 IQ. So Above average. pretty smart. He was pretty a, smart. He kid. wasn't a Forrest Gump by any means. <laughs> no, he was not. He was. Yeah, his IQ is seventeen. Like <laughs> what is it? Like seventy-five or something? It wasn't seventeen, but still. He did have difficulty, however, with his peers in school. Okay. They a lot of people. He had a reputation as a bully, mm. even though he was a, a total loner. Yeah. Okay. But he wasn't. There was no incident. Like he never got in trouble or anything but okay. he had such a hard time getting along with people and the bullying or whatever uh his parents put him in therapy just to keep him in school was they were, it they were afraid he was going to get kicked out okay was it was it something like so you say he's a loner so was it like kind of like if people he fuck just, with him no he, he just didn't have back? friends like he didn't have any friends uh one i watched a ton of videos about this they said that he was very similar to his adoptive parents. They were they homebodies. They didn't have friends. They didn't go out. They didn't socialize a lot. So he mm-hmm. was like that. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was 14, he, he was extremely close to his mother. So when she, when he was 14, she passed away from breast cancer. And yeah. he began his spiral into darkness. Oh, no. His grades started suffering, even right. though he was extremely intelligent. And he was also, you know, already a lonely child and continued to be a loner. Um, but he started, like, he just had this tendency to be violent and yeah. wanting to do shit he shouldn't be doing. So he like, started setting fires ooh. and he would mess with small animals. And what if you want to mess with small yeah. animals? I don't like that. Right. Like that. Uh, he set almost 1,500 fires. <gasps> throughout new york and the authorities only know the numbers because he documented them himself oh so he's smart dumb boy he (laughs) kept a journal he just wanted to document all of his recollections his little his little history novel yep yep i think the total was somewhere (coughs) around 1480 wow something like that how do you even do that many it was a control thing, uh, starting fires in buildings, setting fires to empty fields. Dumpsters. That, and yep. ob- like that's, it was like obviously over a period of time, but I'm thinking like, oh my God, how many about... is that like per year? You know, like when he started versus like when he finally got caught, like, like was it like, well, he, he never, even, fire he never even got caught. Like 300... He never got caught doing the fires. So this was just his way of like doing his thing he wanted the attention but even though he wasn't actually getting recognized people were being drawn to the fire so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh three years later so this those fires were happening like throughout his teen years Mm -hmm. um three years later in 1971 at age 17 berkowitz joined the army Mm -hmm. finished boot camp and then was sent to korea he managed to avoid vietnam he was then sent back to the States and finished out his career in Kentucky, where he was actually honorably discharged. And while he was in the military, he learned to be a very competent marksman. Mm. So he was, at <clears throat> uh, one point, I can't remember what his title was, but he had made it to a certain rank, did something, he messed up something he was told to be in charge of or something yeah. along those lines, was demoted but then through good behavior or skill or whatever, right. got his title back. Oh, okay. So he ended up being honorably discharged with a couple medals. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, one he's one of five veterans that became serial killers, and the three most notorious are Gary Ridgway, the Green River Killer. Oh, yeah. Uh, Berkowitz and Jeffrey Dahmer. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Wow. And wasn't Dom, that wasn't Dahmer discharged too? Like he was dishonorably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because that's... he drank all the time. Yeah, he was like always. He like... tried to put the moves on a. Another. Oh yeah, he yeah. was like uh, accused of like attacking a fellow. Other dude. sexually assaulting him. Yeah, belief. or something like that. Yeah. Because that was the don't ask, don't tell era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. 1976 began Berkowitz's crime spree. That's insane. Okay, okay. okay. Cheese break. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Cheese break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a surprise. Cheese break. <laughs> All right. So our abrupt cheese break is like a surprise. Like, ooh, surprise. Okay. Cheese break. Okay. Oh, ooh, I'm scared, but I'm excited. Aha. I'm going to start doing that to you guys. Yeah. Cheese break. <laughs> Just pop it around the Cheese break. Cheese break. Okay, cool. All right. I love it. Let's do it. Um, so we're talking about Zodiacs. We're talking about cheese. And I think it is... I think it's a smart uh, pairing to like, think about the zodiac signs, seeing how complex and versatile all these like different birth stars or all these different people are, and how crazy it can be comparable to cheese. Cheese is uh, complex. It is versatile. It has many flavors, many, many things involved with it. And I think it's pretty cool that we're able to sandwich them both together tonight. What do you think? I think that's incredible. I think Buddy is having a stare down with Coda, and it's quite. I'm waiting for him to like a lunge at you. So am I. And he's like stalking just me, just like fucking. I'm not every... him just in case. <laughs> and that's the only. Thing I that's thought we made progress. Back. He that's used me. The only thing that's holding you back. It's a ladder. He's so cute. I love it. Right? I love it. Um, all right. So going into our complexity, our versatileness, our interesting things, I thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about a little bit more about our Zodiacs. And so I went on the trustyallure.com site because they do personality of a whatever your horoscope is. So I'm going to go in, see that it is coded episode. The personality of a Scorpio explained. Let's learn all about Coda and her Scorpio-ness. All right. Coda. Coda. All right. So Scorpio, uh, again, uh, which is determined by a date, birth date of October 23rd to November 21st. Scorpio is one of the most under, under misunderstood signs in the Zodiac. You're so misunderstood. Because of its incredible passion and power, Scorpio is often mistaken for a fire sign. In fact, Scorpio is a water sign that derives its strength from a psychic, emotional realm. Wow. Like fellow water signs, Cancer, Pisces, uh, and Scorpio is extremely clairvoyant and intuitive. Would you say that? Do you feel like you're pretty intuitive, Coda? I would say that I have some clairvoyant tendencies. See, I I knew a friend of mine was pregnant before she announced anything. Wow. I know. You were just like, I think so. so I, I, a friend of ours came over and I said, by the way, is so-and-so pregnant? I had a dream about it. And she just looked at me and I'm like, is that a yes? She's like, you should ask her. I'm like, (laughs) that's a yes. I'm like, oh yeah. (laughs) That's so creepy. I've never, yeah, I've never had like that spidey sense. I've never had that feeling. Deja vu all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I've never, never had that. Really? Oh, I've had deja vu where I've, I've done this before, but never yeah. like, oh, this is going to happen. You know, yeah. I've never had that feeling. I've like done it and I'm like, well, it feels it ha- like I've done this a million times before already. It happened a couple times and then I had a like a bad 
dream and i'm like oh my god i hope this isn't a real one i'm like do i do i call the person that i just dreamt about and tell them or give them a heads up or do i just let things play out i didn't know what to do i just kept my mouth shut and so far i haven't heard anything bad happening so okay well that's good maybe it was just a fluke but that's scary yeah, right. I was well, nervous about Yeah, God, I'm anxious now. I don't yeah. want this power. Take it back. Take it back. Well, what makes the water <laughs> sign unique is its distinctive venomous sting. Ooh, you got a sting. Scorpio. Scorpion. Like they're a celestial spear animal, the scorpion. Scorpios lie in wait and strike when least expected. Life is a game of chess for these calculating water signs who are constantly plotting several steps ahead in order to orchestrate the eventual checkmate. This doesn't mean their intentions are necessarily uh, nefarious. Uh, Scorpios simply know what they want and aren't afraid to work hard and play the long game to get it. Yeah, I think I think Coda works hard to play hard, so that that checks out. That I mean, that's how she ended up on the podcast. I mean, this is she true. Works I was hard. plotting. There you go. I'm taking it over. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I do the least out of everybody. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here. Yeah. I'll bring a story. Yeah, I think it's good. Scorpio is ruled by Pluto, the planet that is governed both destruction (laughs) and transformation. On a good day, Scorpion energy is ambitious and enticing. On a bad day, however, the shadowy side of Scorpio is fueled by a relentless desire for control. mm -hmm. Is that checking out? Is Mm. Is this floating with any of you other Scorpios out there? I bet it does. Power-hungry Scorpios must remember that if, it contro- if controlled by their egos, they are at risk of poisoning themselves. This sign is at its best when in, uh, in- intrinsic intensity is applied to deep, soulful connections with friends and lovers. They build trust with their others. Uh, with others, Scorpios demonstrate unparalleled empathy, depth, and commitment that brighten even the darkest spots. Uh, excuse me, darkest parts. Of Scorpio's magical psyche. Wow. Hmm. Wow. Who's Scorpio compatible with? Is it me? Is it me? I don't know. I I make good friends with Pisces. I want to say I'm good friends with other water signs. I know my mom was a Pisces. But I butt heads with her the most out of anybody I've yeah. ever known. Yeah. So I don't know if that was just because she was so my I feel, mother. I feel like I know Coda inside and out now. I totally do. Sick. Yeah, I, do. I know um, all about you. I don't, I've never actually looked. I have looked compared to my kids. Okay, okay. And well, I want to say I get along great with the oldest and the youngest. It says, hold on, Scorpio compatibility for Gemini, it says tense or challenging. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys are friends. Um, I will say. You're not my, lovers, you're friends. So maybe right, well, but my ex-best friend was also a Gemini. <laughs> Your ex-boyfriend was Gemini. Mm. What does yeah. it say about Libra compatibility? My son is a Libra. You have little in common. Yeah. <laughs> What's your honey? Uh, he's a Capricorn. Mm. Rough. It is the most. Most complimentary and supportive. Oh, okay, okay. Good going, good going, mm-hmm. Coda. Well, good going for you too because your cheese. Is of the Scorpios fed up? You're not fed up with it yet? I don't think so because we have some tomato basil feta today and we've been snacking on it. It's been delicious. And for a non feta lover of the I, Scorpio, I have been, you've been jamming on it. I like it. I I've, do. Been, I've seen her jamming on it. I have. 
But I think it's the tomato basil flavor. It feels like it's, it tastes like Parmesan yeah. already pizza flavored. Yeah, yeah. Parmesan. Parmesan. Pizza flavored feta. Okay, fair, <laughs> fair. Uh, Scorpios uh, are are owed to their true self and don't want to, they don't, you know, they don't want to be, they don't want love unless you do. So, like, if you don't love them, then, like, okay, fine, I don't, I don't leave them. them. They are resourceful and passionate and a bit mysterious, and they can be intense people. That's why the salty feta is a match for this starry sign. Because we cheese... salty bitches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, salty. <laughs> uh, this cheese is unlike any cheese and varies in textures based on age. Yeah, fagetta, bagetta, abata. Whatever the feta, feta joke is. Feta yeah. it. So we've, been drinking, we've been drinking this feta. We've been drinking <laughs> it. This crumbly cheese has been, been gone. <laughs> We've been drinking. No, but we have been eating it with drink. some delicious pita pita chips. It is again, it's like a crumbly cheese, so it's not like yeah. we're not dipping it in it, but it's like you're just kind of shoveling it. You're using the chip to, as it's a as crumbly a, as a crumbly cheese fortress. But we also so, have uh, some sliced cucumbers, mm -hmm. which is really good. So we've been uh, I have this big old honking cucumber, so I've been <laughs> slicing that up and pouring I, the feta on it. I had a moment where I'm like, can we test the cucumber scaring the cat thing? Like, oh yeah, it does not work on its own. Oh, it works on buddy. Yeah, it does. Buddy is a scary <laughs> cat, literally. Scared of everything. Oh dang, dang. Well, it's only. I'm glad to know you tried it now, so mm -hmm. it probably wouldn't work anyway. Maybe if you like put a scary. Imagine, imagine. I mean, that's was. that's a little girthy. It's a little too. That's it. I told you, it is a hefty cucumber. It's yeah, that's that's girthy. Keely can't even wrap her fingers around it. Damn. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying. <laughs> No, not even the oh. tip. You got you ah. the tip. You literally have like the, the tip, tip of counts. The, the tip, the very, the tippiest. The the tip is what matters. Mm. Yeah, it is. It's the most sensitive. I don't know if it's the on most cucumbers. sensitive cucumber. But... <laughs> <laughs> on cucumbers. On cucumbers. On cucumbers. You can kind of hear them scream. Oh, when you cut the tip off. Okay, right. let's we're, well, we're moving on down. So we have the feta for the Scorpio. <laughs> we do have Brie for Gemini, which we uh, previously talked about in Miss Keeley's episode. Yeah. However, we didn't go deep into what kind the of Gemini. cheese you got. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So we did the Brie for Gemini, and so uh, for Libra, it was said uh, a nice Gouda is a all about balance and so that is what gouda is it is a balance of caramel like flavors with a sweet yet dense uh consistency uh just like libra it is amical and economical gouda is also springy just like libra when it comes to being flexible and do going along to get along so i'm pretty go with the flow i will admit that i really don't like to i feel like you're chill yeah I'm pretty chill. Back. i like to be chill and so we're gonna we're gonna read my, the Libra uh, allure, and then we're gonna read Keely's because I know we've also gotten into hers as well. So Libra, September twenty third through October twenty second. Libra is an air sign represented by the scales. Interestingly, the only inanimate object of the zodiac. You're welcome. An association <laughs> that reflects Libra's fixation on balance and harmony. 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 Why did I say that? <laughs> so weird. Harmony. Harmony. <laughs> Harmony. Oh, Libra is obsessed with symmetry and strives to create equilibrium in all areas of life. These hmm. air these air signs are the aesthetics or yeah, aesthetics of the zodiac, ruled by Venus, the planet that governs love, beauty, and money. Libras adore to adore high art, intellectualism, and connoisseurship. 
suave, ooh, suavely res, need to surround themselves with stunning objects and create environments that reflect their exquisite taste. Damn, look how fancy I am. I don't think I'm this kind of Libra, though. Accordingly, these air signs make excellent designers, decorators, art critics, and stylists. I do have style. I think I have pretty cool. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you doing? What are you doing to your hand? Something's doing to your hand. Oh, okay. Got it. While Libra's opposite sign, Aries, represents me, Libra symbolizes we. Uh, Relationships are paramount for Libras who find balance and companionship. They love harmonious partnerships with fashionable mates, especially those who make attractive arm candy. Ooh la la. I love a good arm candy. (laughs) I do. Uh, Libra governs the skin. <laughs> the governs the skin. It does put on the skin lotion. Uh, these air signs are highly motivated motivated by physical appearance. There's no better way for a Libra to relax than with a luxurious face mask. I do have a lot of face masks, but also I'm like super uh, sensitive like, skin. I have sensitive skin, <laughs> yeah. and I'm also like very sensitive about my complexion. So that also has something to do with it. Yeah. Hey, your Libra compatibility. Yeah. Your highest one is with me. Aha! The Gemini. I feel Gemini. Oh, damn. Damn, bitch. I'm going to marry you. I like that. Sorry, uh, Austin. I like that the, um, you guys are very in, intent, or what What, what was it? Uh, symmetry. Yes. Yeah, symmetry, yeah. Because yeah. you and my son have the same sign, and he is all about, I mean, literally when he's playing with blocks. And yeah. stuff. I mean, he's five, so yeah. patterns aren't really a thing, a thing he knows yet. Yeah. But he'll sit there and both sides match exactly. I mean, I love that. yeah, I love that. It's super cool. Maybe that's just him. Yeah. Maybe he's going to be an architect. Maybe. Hey, hello. Maybe you can both be architects. There you go. That'd be bitching. <laughs> I probably won't. I'm really terrible at math. Uh, Libras, <laughs> when they are regularly coupled, must be careful about seeking attention outside the agreed upon boundaries of their relationship. What does that mean? Since they are... Uh, keep- I ah! <laughs> uh. Since they try to keep everyone happy and engaged, they may find themselves tempted to push the limits of their agreements with their partners. No way, Jose. People-pleasing Libras must remember that the happiness of their loved ones and the health of their relationships is more important than maintaining the attention of distant admirers. Dang, Libras, y'all a bunch of skanks. Libra is a cardinal sign, which <laughs> means Libras are, are accordingly great at launching new incentives. I think I do good at that. However, because Libras Uh, Consider multiple perspectives in all pursuits, which I think I do good at that too. These are air signs struggle with indecision. Instead of consistently seeking outside perspective, Libras would do well to develop and trust their own intuition. Their characteristic ambivalence aside, Libras can navigate virtually any social situation effortlessly resulting, resolving conflicts by simply turning on the charm. Ooh la la. Dang, girl, show some legs. Dang, man. I am a balanced, zesty lady with charm. Hussy. Yeah, that's what I got. Hussy. I'm a fancy hussy. I trust your own decisions. (laughs) I do. Uh, So today, (laughs) I do. I do. I do that. I I, I have a hard time, like, not necessarily trusting my own decisions, but like, there's like, I maybe needing, it's just like an anxiety thing. Needing or, opinions. From yeah, not, yeah, needing opinions or valuing their opinions or just like knowing. Okay, 
I know my brain is telling me this is the logical explanation. This is how I know this is, this is, especially in relationships. Like, I know you feel this way about me. I know I can trust what you're telling me. I know that. But in my crazy brain, I'm like, but what if I can't? Second guessing it. But what if I do that a lot. I do that a lot. And that's kind of like a hindrance. And that's like, you know, again, something I'm working on and something trying to Brody. give myself balance, you know, but that's a, that's the thing, you know, it kind of stinks when you're like, you know, I know I should feel this way. I know I should not worry about this. I know, logically speaking, this is how it should feel. But there's like this little tiny brain, little tiny voice in my brain that's like, oh, you're crazy. But this, it's like almost like, you know, crazy lady. But, you know, it's about, it's all about balance. Balancing the crazy, uh, you know, the heart and logic, the heart in your brain. That's a good, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. All right, Keely, you got to, we've given, we've already got the Gouda. So again, we have the tomato basil feta that we've been chowing down on. And today's Gouda, it's not just regular Gouda. We got some spicy, hot honey Gouda cheese. And this delicious. It is so Mm -hmm. good. It is good. It's so, it's, it's, you know, of course the Gouda is nice, soft, dense cheese, but it's also has that sweetness of honey. And then it has like a little bit of heat to it. Like not like spicy. But I don't know, like heat to it. It's really good. I've been enjoying it. Really, it's been go. It goes great with crackers. So is it with the feta. We do have fruit on the board, but I don't know. Keely's gonna try it with an apple. Oh, it is. She gonna try it with an apple. You ass. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> Who cut was- this? <laughs> I didn't know it. It wasn't coming apart. Who cut this? Who did this? Sorry. Mm-hmm. The honey is very. That you do with apple. What's we have word? a cosmic apple too. We're What's definitely on par. Cosmic apple for our cosmic zodiac signs, and I'm telling you, this apple's pretty good. It's big apple. Mm-hmm. It kind of like reminds me of Honeycrisp, but like with a different twang to it. Do you have some honey with your honey cheese? Mm. That do you have some honey? I do. Mm. It's in the cabinet. Mm. Nah, it's okay. This hot honey with the apple is good. Mm-hmm. It tastes like apple pie. You're like, oh, it tastes like apple cider. Yeah. yeah. That spice from the yeah, mm-hmm. it tastes like apple cider. OMG, you guys! Hot honey gouda with a cosmic apple, probably any apple, tastes like you're biting into apple cider. Mm. That's good. I wouldn't say any because I feel like Granny Smith would be too sour. Okay, good. yeah, yeah, sure. Stay with a red tart apple, delicious, but stay away from red delicious because I don't know who the f eats those. Nobody likes those, those suck. People the with Yeah. It's soft on my teeth. Soft teeth people. Yeah. Ugh. All right. I will say apple skins hurt my gums. Yeah. When I'm biting into them. Yeah. Like if I don't slice them up. <laughs> they, they do. do. They like hurt my gums. Damn. God, I don't want to say you sound old, but you sound old. <laughs> no, no. That hurt my gums. I mean, I my don't gums really. hurt when I apples eat apples. Apples. Yeah. <laughs> the skin. The skin. What the skin. The soft, chocolate. breakable skin. Yeah. Sarah. All right, let's go into. I'm gonna uh, before we wrap Haters. up this cheese break. I, you know, we just did my allure. We did Coda's allure, even though it's not Keely's episode anymore. We're, we got to, we got to, we got to represent the Gemini, okay? Because you're here. It's your day. Yeah, it's your day. And we have, you know, we oh, have yeah, candles we have and cheesecake, and cheesecake. so we're gonna get into that. You get to hear but, our wonderful singing. Yes. Stay tuned, kids. Uh, so the Gemini, which is a birth date span from May 21st to June 20th. Mm. Uh, have you ever been so busy that you wished you could clone yourself just for any, just to get everything done? That's the Gemini experience in a nutshell. Appropriately symbolized by the celestial twins, these air sign, this air sign, 
was interested in so many pursuits that it had to double itself. Because of Gemini's intrinsic, intrinsic, thank you, duality, they're often falsely misrepresented as two-faced. In reality, however, (laughs) Gemini really rarely has a hidden agenda. Playful and intellectually curious, Gemini is constantly juggling a variety of passions, hobbies, careers, and friend groups. Huh? Who the fuck does that sound like? Yeah, no Keely, shit. going to school, starting a new job, going all hobby hunting in your van, cat life, doing all the things, doing all the friends. Not doing all the friends. You have a lot of friends. I don't do any of my, my friends. No. Whatever. Austin's, Austin's your bestest friend. Yeah, he is. You do that, friend. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Gemini really has a hidden agenda. Play, again, like I said, playfully and intellectually curious, Gemini is constantly juggling things. They are the social butterflies of the Zodiac. These quick-witted twins can talk to anyone about anything. That is very true. Find them buzzing between happy hours, di- dinner parties, and dance floors. Gemini season begins on May 21st, a day that gushes in the... Oh, wait, it didn't say gushes. It's like gushes. <laughs> Oh, wait, that's <laughs> I'm reading what I want to mouth. read, I guess. I'm, well, I'm that's, reading that's that. your sign. <laughs> You're reading some smut over here. That's that sign of yours. Yeah, that's, that's, that's that passion. That ushers in the heat and electricity of summer. Gemini is accordingly excellent at guiding change and transformation. These curious twins are terrific pioneers using their energy to spearhead innovative creative projects. Fearless thinker, Gemini is always down to try something new. Yeah, you are. But after they have the shared, after they have shared their progressive vision with the world, it is best to let these twins get back to idea, I, idea eating, idea eating, ideating. Mm-hmm. It's idea t i n g, idea eating. Sure. I-de-a-ding. These hyperactive air signs have short attention spans and are most satisfied when they can move fluidly from one idea to the next. Both Gemini and Virgo Virgo are governed by Mercury, the messenger planet of communication. Despite sharing a uh, planetary ruler, however, these two signs are opposite in their approaches. Gemini expresses emotions externally, whereas Virgo expresses internally. Gemini is all about output, so these twins love to chat and often speak with their friends, which happens to be the body part associated with Gemini. Communication is the paramount for them, and they require they require fluent streams of uh, transmission. They love texting and tweeting almost as much as they love talking IRL. In fact, the act of expression is often even more important of loquacious loquacious Gemini than what is actually being said. They must remember to be thoughtful with their words. Another incredible Gemini quality, however, is that their natural chameleons can quickly recover from even the most shameful foot-and-mouth moments. Gemini loves too fast to care about embarrassing missteps. They simply move on. Dang, Keely. That's you to a T. And with that note, now we got our Gemini, our Scorpio, our Libra breakdowns. You kids, if you haven't looked into what sign you are, I highly suggest it. It's kind of cool, kind of interesting. You don't have to be really into it. You don't have to believe it. But it's just kind of an interesting read. It's fun. It's fun. It's super fun. Don't be a Debbie Dunner. Yeah. Just try it. So let's let's get back to the story and eat the rest of this cheese. Okay? Okay. 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 That was amazing. Amazing. 
aren't you so educationally aware of yourself now? Yeah. Like all the entrance, all the intricacies of your personality explained. Granted, I don't think I'm. You still can't use your astrological sign to excuse your bad behavior. Yeah, exactly. Don't be a jerk and just like, oh, well, you know, I'm a Libra, so whatever. <laughs> Those are the worst. Jupiter is in microwave this month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My sorry. moon was raising back then, and so now that is right. one of the bitch too. Sorry. <laughs> That wasn't me. <laughs> but that I was my say, moon rage. <laughs> we'll say, though, that full moon will make the crazies come out. Yeah, they do. All right. So, yeah. 1976 was the year that Berkowitz began his crime spree. And I'm not talking petty just arsony. Not his just fire spree? His crime no, spree? No. Now, he decided he's going to build, take that pent-up rage and actually do put something it into about it. Mm-hmm. Same as Mary. Weird. Weird. Yeah. July 29th, 1976. 18-year-old Donna Loria and 19-year-old Jody Valenti were sitting in Valenti's blue Oldsmobile Cutlass in the Bayside area of the Bronx. Berkowitz approached the car, fired three bullets. Loria was killed instantly, and Valenti was shot in the thigh and survived. Wow. Valenti described Berkowitz as a white male in his 30s with short, dark, curly hair, standing at about five foot eight, and weighing approximately 200 pounds. And one short of stucky guy. Yeah. Beef. In one of the interviews I watched, because the, in 2017, a, a news station went back and actually spoke to him. And then afterwards, he said, "Yeah, he's a really unremarkably looking. Like he's an unremarkable dude. Yeah, he doesn't look." Threatening. Mm-mm. I remember like seeing like actually you know photo you know you Google photos of him. He, mm-hmm. I mean, he looks like a. He just, he's like you know five eight, and he's he's, he's just short, like, a beefy dude. Yeah, he's a short stocky, but dude. he doesn't look like his face was very like just un. It was forgettable. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he would you not see him walking down the, the road, and you're like, oh yeah, there's a dude. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's a dude. That's exactly. what they look he's like. He's a right? dude. She's a dude. <laughs> she. Yeah, he's a dude. <laughs> We're all dudes, man. <laughs> October 23rd, 1976, 20-year-old Carl DeNaro and 18-year-old Rosemary Keenan are sitting in the car in Flushing's Queens. Once again, Berkowitz approaches. He shoots into the car. DeNaro was struck in the head by the bullet, but he and Keenan both survived. Hmm. November 27th of 1976, Donna DeMassey, 16, and Joanne Lamino, 18, were heading home to Lomino's residence, also in Queens. He shot each woman once, but mm-hmm. emptied the revolver before fleeing. Damasi was shot in the neck, but survived, and Lomino was paralyzed from the waist down. Ugh. Would then, you rather live and be paralyzed, or or just die? Yeah. Just off me. Just off me. Yeah. But it's not even like a do you you can survive and, and live through that. That's what I mean. Like you don't have to be resuscitated in order to survive a paralyzing blow. <laughs> Just smother you with a pillow. Yeah. I can't feel my legs. Quick, get that rock. Yeah. Okay. I don't 100%. know. I don't know. I feel like paraly- I paraplegics, I feel like still can live a a full life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it takes a lot of extra work, but yeah. I think I would live paralyzed over dying. Yeah. If you were going to give me a brain injury, however, 
No. Yeah. Like oh, if you were like stuck in your body and was like you had to like use a monitor and if, talk yeah, with if your I eyes. If I was a total vegetable, uh, no. Yeah. That no, would be so hard. Don't keep me around. That'd be so hard. Yeah. The next year, January 30th, 1977, Christine Frund, who was 26, and her fiance, John Viel, 30, were sitting in his car in Flushing, Queens again. He survived. She did not. Mm. So you can see the trend here. It's always the woman in pairs and yeah. it's always couples and usually sitting in a car. Yeah. On like they they said it was like lovers lane. Yeah. Type situation. They're flushing it. Mm-hmm. Flushing their pants. <clears throat> <Stop> it. <laughs> You're disgusting. disgusting. It's the Libra in me. Sorry. Can't help it. Oh, God. No. Okay. <laughs> March 8th. You're done. No more wine for you. (laughs) March 8th, 1977. Virginia. Hold on. Give me a second. Her last name is Voskarishian. Virginia Voskarishian was 19. And she was, this one, she was by herself. This was like the only solo one. Okay. She was walking home from class. She went to community college. She lived in the same neighborhood where that last victim had been attacked. Okay. So later on, it said that he even tried to track down the victim's grave sites really? with no luck, and he would return to his attack sites. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's what it was. He was just like, oh, I'm going to go back and get a high off of this. But Maybe. Yeah. So he picked another victim. Uh, he came up to her. He shot her. He aimed at her face, and she tried to block it with her school books, but it did not work. The bullet mm-hmm. went through the books and hit her in the head. She he uh, left her dead uh, on the sidewalk. Who is this? April seventeenth, nineteen seventy seven. Valentina Suriani, eighteen, and Alexander So, twenty, were in Suriani's car near her Bronx home. Mm-hmm. They were shot twice and neither survived. This time, Berkowitz left a handwritten note referring to himself as son of Sam. This was mm-hmm. the first time that he gave any communication to authorities. Mm-hmm. May thirtieth, nineteen seventy seven. Jimmy Breslin, a columnist for Daily News, received a handwritten letter from someone claiming to be the shooter. In that letter, there was a warning to Breslin, talking about the first person that he killed, saying, do not forget her, and you can't let people forget her either. Sam's thirsty. He won't let me stop killing until he gets his fill of blood. (laughs) Signed, Son of Sam. The Daily News printed a redacted version 10 days later after getting permission from the police. Now that everyone knew that the killer went for young women with long, dark hair, women started changing their hair. They were terrified. Yeah, Yeah. right. Seriously. Going out and buying wigs, cutting their own hair, dyeing their hair blonde. Yeah, especially in like a heavily heavily overpopulated city like such as New York's. And it said they were... In all of these articles and videos and interviews, they even said in 1975, there was already like 1,800 murders wow. and it had nothing to do with him it was just a terribly terrible time criminal yeah and right. the the city was broke like they had a terrible economy it was right. just a bad time it's new york it's new york baby so all these women are scared they're changing their hair they're not leaving their houses um the nightclubs and discos because it was the discotheques were a big thing yeah, yeah. people stopped going businesses were shutting down because they weren't getting business anymore wow um, June 26, 1977, Judy Placido, 17, and Sal Lupo, 20, left a disco in Bayside, Queens, mm-hmm. 
They were sitting in Lupo's car when Berkowitz shot them, but they both survived. Mm. July 31st, 1977, Robert Violante, 20, and Stacy Moskowitz, 19, mm-hmm. were on their first date sitting in Violante's car. Violante was shot in the face, losing his left eye oh and almost God. being blind in the right eye. Oh. Moskowitz died hours later in the hospital. Uh, that night, because I watched an interview, he was... I want to say one of the only ones that I actually saw make a, a, a video interview. Yeah. He was talking about, you know, it was their first date. He liked her a lot. He could tell she was a sweet girl. Yeah. He said he had a bad feeling. He had been talking to a friend like, man, I just, I think he's going to happen. Something's going to happen tonight Ugh. or he's going to hit somewhere around here. And he said when he was leaving the house, his mom told him, you know, be careful tonight. Ugh. And he's like, don't worry, mom. Yeah. She blonde. Yeah, don't worry, she's blonde. It was the first blonde female victim. Uh, He thought he was safe because he was going out with a blonde girl. That's terrible. Four days later, a witness came forward to tell police that that night she had seen a man walking by with looking perturbed because he had just gotten a parking ticket. Mm. And what looked like a gun up his sleeve because he was holding his arm very stiff. Uh, This was minutes before the shooting. Oh my god. Like, can you imagine? Just like, huh, that looks like, you know, you think about that kind of stuff, like when you're out in public or like even, yeah, I'm public, I mean, obviously you wouldn't feel like that out of your own home. But like, you know, you, you have that irrational, not even irrational thought, but you have that thought, but your sense is like, no, don't think about that. Versus like actually listening to your intuition. And because, I mean, obviously you can freak out and over exaggerate, right. whatever things like that. But like, you know, you're out in New York, you're, you're not even New York, but you're like in a big city. You're walking, you see one other person. It's it happens to be a male, which is like unfortunate, like to to be a woman, just in general, like walking by yourself and seeing a man, because you know, women can attack you too, but like immediately knowing that no matter what, this man could probably overtake mm-hmm. me or attack me, mm-hmm. and just having that uh, I don't know, that that fear that's been like ingrained. Well, the guy already looks angry. Yeah. Because he he parked in front of a fire hydrant. Yeah. So, yeah. And psych- psychologists talk about that, too. That he shows no no remorse, poor planning. Like, all the list of like in, what like, made like him impulse and technically like ins- a psychopath. Even though they, later on, they don't ever diagnose him. Mm-hmm. So, they never said he was unfit to stand trial later on. Yeah. Yeah. But they used that parking ticket. So, they tracked down every list of parking tickets that were given that night. He was one of them. They started looking into him because he had already gotten in trouble because he used to threaten his neighbors. And he had left threatening notes and passive aggressive and true aggressive altercations with people who lived around him. So he'd already been turned in and reported. And this ticket. That would be so scary. And they even said if he hadn't been ticketed that night, that he probably would have kept killing. So, August 10th, 1977, he's 24 at this time. He was arrested. He's a young dude, too. Yeah. Uh, The police had been tipped off, so they went and found his car outside of his apartment building, but they didn't have a warrant. So, what they did was they hung around. They actually had some random dude say, they were like, hey, park your car here so that he can't. We we need this car to stay here. 
So right. put your car in front of it so it can't move. Yeah, that, that's not, yeah, that, right. like, that, the, so, the police like, no, that's not illegal for right. you to do that. Right, so they hung out. They sent a colleague to get the warrant while they waited. They asked that stranger to park his vehicle to make it difficult if Berkowitz tried to flee. And then when Berkowitz finally came out of his apartment, he got into his car, oblivious to the police around him. Yeah. They then surrounded him, and he 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 told the arresting officer, he's like, you got me. And the guy's like, who do I have? He's like, you have the son of Sam. <gasps> Just gave wow, himself up. Just, Just done diggity. Just immediately knew. Yeah, you got me. Good for him for not being an idiot. Oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, yeah, he's like, what took you so long? <gasps> What a shiesty man. What a but arrogant. What took you so long? So next to him in the car was a bag full of firearms, including the forty-four caliber Bulldog revolver that he had used in all of his murders. What do you think is more scary, a revolver or like a big gun, like a, like a shotgun or like a rifle? Any of them. I don't feel like you can't I mean, obviously any gun's scary, but like what, what, what would you be... I mean, I, probably an automatic weapon just yeah. because they can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they hold more. Yeah. You know what I stop. mean? They do stop. They but you know what I'm stop. saying? Oh, <laughs> I'm just saying so like a revolver good. only holds this so one only helps five. Yeah. Yeah. No, right, and then right, you're right. done. Yeah. 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 Like, what, like, like they don't stop. They don't bitch. stop. Like, Any of them, though. Know. If anything is pointed know. at me, I'm going to pee my pants, okay? Yeah. Oh, everything's going to happen. Okay. No. Here my take little money. There you go. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Take my wallet. Take my money. That's, like, one thing I, 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 I like not carrying a purse or, like, carrying a, a big purse, but I just have, like, a tiny wallet on the phone. Like, because I had, you know, I've never been approached by anybody. But I, again, as a woman, being on my own late at night, I've had the... I wouldn't say irrational feel, but the fear without being provoked of like, oh my god, oh my god, like I could, you know, like having that thought, I'm like, okay, always like if somebody, if somebody me, tried to attack me, pop I would, alley. I would just have my phone and my keys right now in my hand, and I would be able to drop everything else in my bag. I don't give a fuck what's in here, but I have my phone and my keys. I can just book it and and be away without any of this other stuff. You know what I mean? Like having that thought, like always having my keys and my phone in my in my hands versus in my purse, like walking at night, like, and I'm, I'm so ungirly. I don't even carry a purse. Right. And like, like I, I put my debit card in my pocket and my phone and my keys. Yeah. The only reason I have a purse is lugging stuff. Like, I mean, I, I have, was, I lug stuff around. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Not even, I mean, oh. I, I bought myself one for my birthday cause I'm like, Ooh, I like the color and it's yeah. pretty. And now it sits in my closet. Oh. I remember I that first. I just show yeah. either I put myself in my pockets or I give it to my kid to hold. Yeah. Or I like to get tote. Or I put it in the pocket of the diaper bag. Right. That's you know you got you got that's a, that's a bag. But you know yeah. like you mean like just having like be, I think as a woman and I'm not saying that men have aren't you know don't have any reason to be afraid for anything else. But I'm like as a woman that's like a constant thought. Like for me personally, I don't know about you guys, but like me personally, like me being out and like I work a second job and I work out until you know like late two, like one or two in a.m. and like sometimes I am by myself and I walk to my car and it is kind of you know a little sketchy, not sketchy, but a little like. I have to have my wits about me. On because, high alert. Yeah. Even though I don't feel like where I am leaving and going to and from my car is a dangerous spot by any means, but I'm just like, 
I sometimes have like that. Okay, my water bottle is a metal water bottle. I can use this as a weapon. Or like, you know, if if I mm-hmm. had to again, like I could drop this bag and immediately bolt it. Like as long as I have mm-hmm. my phone, I could call nine one one. Or if I have my keys, so long as I don't get like my money or you know my my personal information or like you know my card because like my my wallet and my keys are all like attached onto one little thing. Like I feel like I I can outrun them. You know, mm-hmm. whatever. And no, they can I'd just like have. Screwed. I can't run. Yeah, they can have uh, anything yeah, that's in there. I don't know. Maybe it's want me to keep an extra key on my on my key ring. You keep it in between your finger. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have like one of those. Like I have like not a brass knuckle, but essentially a brass knuckle where it's a kitty hat or kitty yes, head. Yes, I know what you're talking about. And you about. put your fingers through where the eye holes are, and then like the actual the ears, ears are, are the like these really pointy, pointy things. And so yeah. I have that, even though it still terrifies me putting those around my hands because like. I have to be that close to somebody to right. do it. You know what I mean? But fun fact, if somebody comes to swing at you, don't back away, actually rush them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take them off guard and then you can get the upper hand. Yeah. Or because then they would miss. Like, they're probably where they're, you know, I don't know. Right. Headbutt. I mean, unless you know for a fact you can run faster than get the fuck away. Yeah. I run fast. <laughs> Usually I have tennis shoes on. I'm like, run fast. <laughs> Drop everything. Oh, I got light up shoes. Come yeah. Yeah. Nice. I got lightning bolts on my shoes. That means I can go fast. Yeah, exactly. Look at my zoomies. Look I know. Up. Hey, sorry, not to derail, but like, no, it's okay. <laughs> that's something that you think about, you know. And I think, you know, that's a relatable thought. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> if I were going to get shot by anything, I would hope. Oh yeah, just we talked about guns and that. Like, I can just run. I, I can just outrun the bullet. It's fine. That's what I meant. I can just outrun the bullet. That's where I was going. Exactly. <laughs> <Zig-zag. laughs> no, I would definitely. Die. <laughs> but I would, I would much rather. You are supposed to zigzag, though. Yeah. Maneuver. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> You're making. <laughs> she was like, she's over here crying, mocking me. Yeah. No, I'm not mocking you. Alligator. That is how you get away from an alligator too, because they just... can't, they can't pivot fast enough. That's why yeah. I said that. Alligators are also terrifying. If I, if somebody threw an alligator at me, I'd die. <laughs> zigzag. Zigzag. Go ahead. Ah! Drop my bag. Yeah. There you go. Just take it. I don't fucking care. Yeah, pull the cannon. There you go. Steve, just death rolls through the air. Seriously, grabs you. Steve, everyone. I'd be like, where are you? Steve. I'm coming to you, Steve. I'm coming to you, Steve. All right. Still too soon. Yeah, seriously. I I used to love him. I love him. Seriously. And he's got a cute-ass family. Yeah, he does. And granddaughter. They're cute. They're happy. They're cute. Anyway, sorry. I derailed that. That one sucks. So after he was apprehended, he he had an outburst going to court. Yeah, what did he saw? One of uh, he tried to jump out of a window. Mm. Had to go through several officers to get to the window, and then finally get stopped. One of the women's mother, Stacy Moskowitz's mother, she was in there. He had never seen her before. And started uh, yelling out, "Stacy's a whore!" Oh, love that. Yes, the mother. Love that. The mother said that she could have killed him right then. She's like, "I don't even care. I would die today to see him suffer." Same. So, he was. He ended up being sentenced to six consecutive life sentences, or a minimum twenty-five years. He has denied every parole hearing that he's gotten because after so many years you they do one every two years Mm -hmm. and he has canceled all of them he says he doesn't want to be let out 
He is a born-again Christian. And he doesn't want to be let out? Nope, he does not. Okay. The interview they did in 2017, he said, oh, he told us when he was caught, they asked him, why'd you do it? He said demons were telling him what to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he originally said that um, Sam Carr, if I think that's how you pronounce his last name, was a guy who lived like a block from his apartment, had a Labrador retriever that barked all the time, mm-hmm. that he also ended up shooting, uh, did not kill the dog. Mm. So he believed that the dog was a demon telling him that he needed to kill people. And wasn't and was that- egging him on. So that's how he came up with the name Son of Sam. Isn't I okay? Sorry, <clears throat> no, that's okay. But then he turned around later and said, "I was just that wasn't true." That's what I was like. Didn't he like that wasn't, wasn't true? That he, that was, he admitted that he just made that up. He made it up, but he also said he was very much into the occult and he wanted to worship Satan at the time. So then, when they redid to. when they did his interview in 2017, he's like, "I don't identify with that man. That was not me. Mm. I if I could go back and change it, I would." He said. Mm. He's like, I feel pain, obviously not the same pain as the families that I affected, but I do feel pain and remorse. He, he claims he feels remorse, but at the time, he was smiling remorse, the whole yeah. time. Like, he didn't he no care. Yeah. He wanted the attention is all. And so now he works in the library at prison. Uh, he does pen pal programs with people talking about Christianity and the Bible. And- mm, we should write him a letter. Mm, no. I mean, I can find We're the address. I can find the address. I'm sure he would write back. That would be pretty neat. <clears throat> I'd try. Let's do it. Cool, son. So, yeah. So, right now, he's still, he's, he's still sitting in <laughs> So, anyway, he's still sitting Scary. in prison. We'll send it to a P.O. box so he doesn't have to have our there little addresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Interesting. So, that is The Son of Sam. Mm-hmm. They have a Netflix documentary i have not watched yes. it yet but i it is good it that. is a good docu I'm, it is a guy is a good is a, is a good one it's a good is it a docu series or a documentary series is it right. yes yeah, like a few it? episodes yeah okay. and they like, were, i mean it's a yes. somebody is like but it's not like a reenactment it's no. not like the dahmer okay. i think I feel it's like a, dahmer is like more of like a docu series more of a series yeah. versus his was just like uh his interviews and like uh, police recanting on what they saw. So and aren't they also saying that okay. they believe that he didn't act alone, even though he claimed to do all the shootings yeah. himself? Yeah. There, there, were, there were some speculating like, that he was part of a cult and that like, he wasn't the only one doing the killings. Yeah, or like some of the fires that he, he claimed to like uh, be a part of, like uh, you know, how could one person do it? Or like yeah. there were some like fires that were so close together, like within he the same like night or something responsibility for everything yeah Mm -hmm. something like that so interesting interesting damn damn but notice like there's a definite similarity between these people and keely (laughs) because they're you know gemini but between mary and him like no remorse hurting animals Mm -hmm. wanting attention check 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 yeah man yeah damn tension whores honestly no remorse I have a mean bitch. Keely cries at a lot of everything, so I, everything. she has a lot of remorse, a lot of empathy. You know, it's you know, <laughs> I feel I feel really stupid. Is um, when we do research for these uh, episodes, I do get pretty emotional in some like some of the research. Um, just like thinking about like Mary as a little girl, like her life was already just just fucked from the beginning right like, for yeah how her mother decided to um, leave her and so like just kind of thinking about 
how her decision making grew or like she doesn't know right from wrong because she never learned that and so like it just made me really sad to think like you didn't have a childhood or an upbringing to give you positive anything like that should just made me so sad not the fact that she's a psychopath i mean that was also yeah. sad but like i'm sitting here crying because i'm like i had a good childhood right what the fuck i mean it is true she she had a bad start yeah just like just kind of research on that just makes me uh mm-hmm. yeah I mean, also, the murders <clears throat> are sometimes sad, too. Everything but I, f- I feel like certain people have to have a disposition for that, though. Mm-hmm. Because there are plenty of kids that come from shitty homes that never yes. do that. Yes. It, that is also mm-hmm. huge, huge, Predisposition huge. Yeah, for yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. So, mentally, she was wired to be that way. Yes. And it was her mother's upbringing that brought it out. A lot of nature versus nurture. It could mm-hmm. have easily She could have easily had, like, those tendencies or, like, non-remorseful thoughts but then i think had a good parent to keep good, her from getting in trouble exactly, or exactly or and more involved to nurturing put less flame to that fire yeah yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely exactly maybe she was just an angry kid because she had a bad childhood mm-hmm. did did it say i can't remember from the docuseries <laughs> but did it say that son of sam or this guy did he know that he was adopted he knew they did tell him yeah oh and that was another thing uh in one of the videos i watched his adoptive parents told him that his birth mother died when giving birth which was a lie mm. and then after his adopted mother who he was extremely close to died he tracked down and found out his mother his biological mother was still alive oh, and he expected no, no. it to be a, this big like, emotional well, reunion and sh- she was like she no. didn't want anything to do with him yeah and, and his biological really triggered, yeah. triggering his half he has a half sister too who also didn't want anything to do with him so damn damn that probably didn't help any but they did say one of the psychologist says i don't know what happened he went to therapy his adopted parents put him in therapy and somebody let him down mm. they 100 percent think that this could have been avoided he he did it for attention and if he had gotten the the right uh interventions it wouldn't have happened yeah mm. right right for sure for sure all right well that's a lot to think about a lot mm-hmm. to think about a lot of like thinking about you know um well any i think you know any any um any serial killer or any crime thing, it leaves you with thought and like how damn how, especially when it tell when we learn about how they're upraised and, you know, if they were in from a shittier background or some of them, you know, were had, you know, normal parents, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. but they just were a product of their own mentality and just did what they did. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm interested, interested in how this one turns out. Still the clock's out on this Gemini poke. It'll, yeah. We'll keep an eye on her. There'll be a bruise. Yeah, probably. Sorry. And if, if anything happens, there will be an episode. There, yeah, exactly. Ooh. Ooh, wouldn't that be a twist? You better watch out. You'll end up on our podcast. <laughs> We've been cheese. Okay, well, been a good time. It's been a Gouda time. You can find us on Facebook at Gouda Murder Podcast Official. You can follow our new Instagram at Gouda Murder Pod, all, all one word. Case. Yeah, all lowercase. Well, I don't think the uppercase matters, but like all, all one word Gouda Murder Pod. On Instagram. You can follow us on TikTok at Gouda Murder. TikTok. TikTok. Or you can send us a Gmail. Send us send Ooh. us a written letter via the interwebs mm-hmm. at gouda.murder at gmail.com. Tell us what you think. Tell us your news. Tell us your cheeses. And, uh, what about your zodiac sign? Tell yeah. us that. Yeah. Tell Let me. us tell know if it. you uh, want us to do an episode on somebody who shares your sign. Yeah. So your sign. Okay. Anyway. 
Dakota. Stay fresh. Cheese bags. Cheese bags.